Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Mox on the Mic is presented by Smart Bank. This week, we're talking tennis. Chad Camper, the women's tennis coach, will join us. And then Chuck Mersbacher, the men's tennis coach, will stop by. Both programs wrapped up really solid performances in the fall. And both got to compete at multiple tournaments. And both were happy to be back. You'll hear those stories coming up. It's good to see something a little normal going on right now around college athletics, especially Chattanooga athletics. Up first today, it's our visit with women's head tennis coach, Chad Camper. Well, Coach, I appreciate you giving us a little bit of time this week. I want to kind of get into, one, I want to talk about your your most recent uh, match, being able to play at home and being able to play on ESPN+, Plus, which I know was was a big thrill for you and, and for your kids. But kind of take us back through this fall season. You guys started off at Arkansas, uh, Central Arkansas, to begin the season. Can you kind of recap that event and how it went? Yeah, it was great. I mean, playing college tennis was outstanding. You know, as I've told many people, there's 320 Division One women's tennis programs in the country and around 40 are playing. So, like, that's just amazing all by itself. But it was actually interesting because – the, the, the tennis was good in Central Arkansas. You had Louisiana Monroe there and, and Missouri State and obviously Central Arkansas. And uh, uh, But there was this nice, like, layer of appreciation. Like, the kids were really like, good shot, thank you. And the coaches and everyone was just kind of like Christmas, if you will, on a hot <laughs> Central Arkansas day. So, uh, But it was a great event. Yeah, I was going to say, it had to be good for you guys to just get back out there and compete again. Yeah, it was funny getting in the van and driving there. The women were just juiced up in the van. The music was flowing. And I, I have to be honest, I got in the van and was excited. And just the smell of that new van, just you really, we were really, really excited and very appreciative to have that opportunity. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about. You know, how has traveling been for you guys? Maybe I should say, how different has traveling been for you guys because of the pandemic? Um, because you, you were on the road for a good part of this season. Yeah, I mean, we, we traveled at a couple of events. Uh, you know, hotels are, are easier to find now than probably ever. You know, I mean, you got to think think it through a little bit on food. You know, it, it's going to be a little slower and, and, you know, and, and everyone grab their mask and, you know, things like that. But uh, my players on my team have done a great job of just being adults through this and, and persevere doing well in the classroom and on the court. Six and three in doubles, 12 and seven in singles at the end of that first tournament. Were you happy with what you saw from this team early on? Yeah. You know, if I can keep it really real, I was, you know, com- I'm very competitive, right? Because I'm a college coach, but yes, I'm also very appreciative. So I'm, I'm thankful we had a tournament, and then I want to win. And I'm thankful and I want to win. And, but yeah, the, the, I thought we had a great fall, even no COVID. I mean, even with no COVID, I thought we had a great fall. The players played well. And I, we were having a great season last year until we shut the world down. And we kind of picked up right where we left all. So I was really pleased. Second tournament, you guys go to Mercer. It looked like you, you had some double success there competing down in Macon. Yeah, it was. Uh, we kind of just kept improving. I had changed some teams and tried some different things out, which is what's really nice about the fall. Sometimes in practice, it looks like gold, and then you get to compete. You're like, uh-oh, that is not going to work. So it was kind of nice to, to play with a couple different lineups, put some different women together and see what we'd come up with. But, yeah, the doubles was successful, and, and again, it was a good run tournament, and, and we got to play college tennis. You have no seniors on your roster. Where's your leadership coming from? 
believe it or not, the girl that's a freshman, Jesse Young, uh, is is well technically another freshman. You know, second she gets her second freshman year back, so she's great leader. Came in playing number one her freshman year. That's not easy in college tennis to come in as a freshman and play that number one spot. Then Emma Van He from Belgium, who's you know, has one more year after this uh, available, so she's but she's a leader on and off the court. And they everyone, but everyone has their own little you know, their own little part of the program. You know, we have a couple girls that are a little more chill, a little more laid back, but you need that sometimes. So every, all eight players are very significant in the program. Yeah. You, you touched on, uh, the two of the ones I wanted to ask you about. Let's start with Emma first being from Belgium. How did you find her? How did she find you? How did she end up in Chattanooga? Yeah, I get that question a lot on international recruiting. Like, how'd you do it? And I tell people, it's like lifting up rocks, man. Like, you're just on the internet. You're looking at tournaments. You're finding a video of a player. And, and you know, and then you do a, a call much like you and I are doing now. You get to know each other. And you, as a coach, you want to find your strengths and weaknesses. And she really, really matched a lot of my strengths and, and came in you know, her freshman year. Didn't do great in the fall. And it just has been doing well ever since. And Jesse Young, I mean, it was – noticeable um beginning from the first tournament when you guys were in central arkansas that you know she was to come out uh, and play as well as she did sounds like you weren't surprised at all to see her perform uh, at that level yeah i mean jesse even through the pandemic there was tournaments over the summer and she's finding a way to compete in them she's traveling i mean she's staying competitive and and it was jesse's kind of your your model for coming to college tennis and getting it, like just getting it. It's an opportunity. You know, she's pumped up about everything, you know, like just, I don't care what sport it is. You want your players to come in and be like, wow, we got new waters today. Like you want them excited about everything. And she really fits the mold for that. And then that just kind of bleeds through the whole team. Yeah. We mentioned the fact you have no seniors second year in a row that you've had no seniors on your roster. That in and of itself is kind of strange in in college athletics regardless of sport but how does this impact now your recruiting and and roster management if you will going forward yeah i think every coach would have a different answer to that in any sport even you know obviously with other players getting their fifth year of eligibility you know playing again it's made recruiting different you know there's supply and demand shift has really changed there's not as many scholarships and then so it will be really interesting the next three or four years how that you know, that affects it uh um I mean, I'm, I'm recruiting though. You never stop, even though the NCAA were in a dead period. You're always watching and looking. And you were, you will find out who the real tennis players are, the ones that are still practicing, still finding a way to improve, playing the tournaments, like still finding a way. And, and versus maybe those that are just kind into it or do it because mom and dad kind of tell them to. You're really finding the the cream of the crop at the top. Let's go more recently to the UTC invite, which is how you guys kind of finished out the the fall season. Tell us a little bit about that tournament, who all was involved, and, and how you guys fared. I mean, does it get any better than that? It was a beautiful fall weather in Chattanooga. We're on the ESPN Plus. Uh, we had UAB and, and Middle Tennessee State uh, you know, at, at the tournament. Uh, our men's coach, Chuck Bursbacher, was commentating on the ESPN Plus. I mean, it was a dream come true, and I think the women really even knew that, and we we played two doubles and a singles, you know, on Friday and Sunday. And I mean, the doubles was outstanding. I had tried a couple different things still just to see. I, I felt like the success was there and it was worth trying a little bit. And then we had some competitive singles matches, just some absolute battles in both days. And 
And even some of the matches we may have lost, we really improved in Salsen thing. I think one of the matches I was the most proud of, we actually lost, which was Bogdana Zaporoshets from Ukraine, lost her last match uh, at UAB. But I was really, I was probably some of the best tennis I saw her play, and she's still improving as a, as a junior, which is good. Now, you guys saw MTSU in that first tournament at Central Arkansas. Then you saw them later in the year here. How much can, can you use that as sort of a measuring stick, uh, whether it's overall improvement or individual improvement from the first tournament to the third tournament? Yeah. I mean, Middle Tennessee is a great program and they, they're doing a great job up there. So, yeah, I mean, we have different players. We kind of as coaches get together, make sure not the same players are, are playing each other and stuff. But, yeah, it is a bit of a measuring stick trying to see where you might fall that when you do compete against them versus the rest of the conference. But again, just with COVID, we're just so happy to be out there and playing and, and you never know, you might beat the tar out of a girl in November and then January, it's a whole different ball game. So you just, you take, it's really about improving and, and having that experience. Three events in the fall. Is this normal? Is this more activity than you guys normally have? We usually have four. Uh, unfortunately, we did have to cancel one of ours, uh, so we would have had four. I know the men had four, but yeah, I mean, three was great. I, I thought yeah, the weather was good, and we, we, we did well in the tournament. So usually we would have done four, So, but I'll, I'll take three during this. Again, as I mentioned before, most of the country is not playing college tennis, so for us to be out there competing and, and high-fiving and pumped up and being on the SPM Plus, that's it's, it's a dream. So how big was it for you guys to get that exposure of being on ESPN plus? Yeah, it was great. You know, we had a, I think I have a young lady on my team, Lily Holmes, and, and she's a three time, three time state champion from Alabama and, and her family got to watch her with grandma and grandpa. And, and I, I just, I haven't gotten to talk to the family. I've been meaning to call them, but uh, what, how amazing that is to watch their, you know, their child or grand granddaughter on TV. And she had this really great shot on our commentator, Chuck Mersbacher, you know, our men's coach made some really good comments. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And I, I felt like it was a great way to, I don't know, to showcase, U, showcase UTC and our, our great city. The, 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 our video crew at Mox Vision just did an outstanding job. And I mean, it's top notch. Now I ask them to do every event. They did such a good job. So tell us a little bit here uh, about the, the tennis complex at UTC because it's gone through a little bit of an overhaul over the last couple of years. It looks beautiful. I mean, when you come around the corner there next to the arena and that's the first thing you see, I mean, there's a little bit of a wow factor to how that looks now. Tell folks the kind of how that came about, and, and uh, I know you guys are proud of it. Yeah, well, it's two years old, though. It looks, you know, amazing. I mean, the scoreboard's top-notch. There's six courts. There's three on one side, three on the other. And, you know, we have a building in between where it's both me and the men's coach, uh, you know, offices and the men and women's locker rooms. And But, yeah, the stadium seating on the side of the brick. We just get a lot of people coming out. And, you know, you can really hit, hear the uh, the sound of the tennis ball being hit along the brick. So people are like, wow, that's a popping sound, you know, and they kind of watch and engage. And, but it does. It showcases the university. We, you know, Coach Mersbacher, and the men's coach, and I, we take that real serious, and we're we wanted that pride of campus. We want, you know, if somebody in academics is walking around showing off the campus to somebody, and they see the courts, I I want that to represent UTC in the athletic department. We we take that real serious. So what's next for you guys? Yeah, well, you know, we're in our eight-hour week, so we're still practicing a little bit, and then uh, we'll be back in January, and, and we start. We have some home events, and you know, of course, we'll be you know indoor with the weather. And but yeah, we I think the you know January, February will be a little complex in all sports, and 
And again, just I, one thing great about tennis is coaches, we really work together and we set things up. And I think you're going to see more of that. I only want to speak for women's tennis, but I really feel like this pandemic will actually bring college tennis closer together. And I think you'll you'll really see some fruit from this in the next couple of years. Now, are you able to talk about your next home event yet? Yeah, so I I'm not sure the dates yet because we're just we're kind of double checking and I have a meeting about indoor courts and all kinds of stuff. So I can't throw really a, probably a date out yet, but in the next couple of weeks it'll probably be released. And but again, it's kind of you know with the testing and everything, we 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 do the best we can to throw something in, in solid ground, but we just got to do the best we can and find a way to make it work. Coach, once you get the once you get that schedule put together, we want to have you back on and and do this again and and kind of preview a little bit of what's to come in the spring. Yeah, that would be great, and I'll have a lot more knowledge than then. Yeah, Coach, thanks, man. Thank you. Men's tennis coach Chuck Mersbacher stopped in to discuss his fall season with us on Mox on the Mic. Uh, well, Coach, first off, what's it been like? to just be able to get back out and compete again. I mean, it was, uh, it was needed by all of us. I think coaching, uh, as a coach, just personally, just, uh, to get back in a routine, but really for the guys to see everybody get together and, and really to train with something in front of you, you know, it's just kind of a big deal. Um, really, I think there's the mental aspect for all, everyone in athletics is just to have something, to play for and to train for, you know, we just haven't had anything for seven months. How concerned were you when you got your guys back uh, to start the semester? How concerned were you about conditioning? Yeah, I think that that's a good question. I mean, we're uh, everybody tried to stay in shape, but just being in match shape is just another level of uh, conditioning and just taking the, the pounding that you take on a hard court. Um, right off the bat, just uh, the physical part of tennis now is guys are way stronger and uh, ball's coming at you quite quite fast. So I think um, that was something where I just really wanted to ease us back into that part. I mean, we started the end of August or, and uh, we just eased in and we really had almost all of September to get ready because all the competition was going to be in October. Uh, fig everyone figuring out what what could be done. So we had some time, but yeah, you're right. It was definitely something, that definitely something we had to deal with. You guys got a chance to compete in four events, uh, during the fall. Um, that's not normal in college tennis, is it? We usually try to get three or four in, um, in this, in this, the pandemic situation, you know, we just didn't really know what was going to happen. And we're going to get, one in, two in, and we were just fortunate to uh, really, with a bunch of coaches in the South, we coordinated a little bit and tried to figure out what we could do to help each other out. And, uh, you know, we've kind of played the same teams a lot. We played Middle Tennessee a lot and um, uh, saw the same teams, but at least it was competition. You guys spent the first two weekends. You mentioned Middle Tennessee. You spent the first two weekends in Murfreesboro. Can you recap those those first two tournaments for us? Yeah, well, it's uh, we use a hidden duel format, which basically just show up and you play your team against their team and doubles and singles, and then you then you go home um, and you redo. You kind of reshuffle that the next day. So um, 
that's really what we did. It was kind of a creative round robin. And we went up and back each day. And uh, so no hotel stay, kept it as safe as we could, got to middle, played the a doubles and a singles, and then came home every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so the guys did that two weekends in a row. So we took six trips up there, round trips. And um, and it was, it was really – it was – I think you just to see all the competitors just happy to be there. Um, great competition, yet the bottom line, win or lose, we're just really happy to play. What's the secret to finding a, a doubles tandem? Like, what do you look for when you go to pair guys together to compete uh, in doubles? Well, that's a, that's a good question. That's what the fall is really a lot of it is finding your doubles combinations and uh, – and then your eventual what your lineup's going to be in singles. So doubles, you know, you, you kind of have an idea of how oh, I got a lefty serve and uh, paired up with a righty and a guy that's a little that'll be aggressive at the net. Another guy that makes a lot of returns. So you try to complement each other. And then obviously you just need the chemistry. We had some guys come together this weekend that are uh, this fall that that I, I hadn't really thought of it together and they played really well together and did well together. So that's the great thing about the fall is just the, mixing up these combinations and, and, and trying to figure it out. I think we put together a good four, four teams. Tell me about Peyton Gaddy, a, uh, a freshman. Uh, I know he played well, I thought in the fall, it, was he a surprise for you? Not, not so much. I mean, he has a huge game. I watched him. He was uh, he won the consolation for the Southern Championships two years ago in the juniors, I, which is really good tennis. It's a ten states in the South, and obviously this tennis in the South is amazing. So he did well. He won the doubles there. I watched him play quite a bit. I mean, he didn't even lose serve for maybe three or four matches. Guy had the biggest serve I've ever seen in the in junior tennis, um, and I knew he could you know, get into college. I think he was going to be okay at least. And he, he's done great. He's, he competes really, really well. Um, he's really athletic. He probably could have played any kind of number of sports really he could have. He's just such a good athlete. Could have played anything really. I'm just glad he's a tennis player. Tell me about Quentin. Is it Nevenhoven? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's another freshman. I know he played really well, a little about him and, and what you've seen from him so far. Well, he comes from a tennis family. Um, he's from Rockford, Illinois, and and uh, his mom played college tennis, and his sister plays tennis, and um, he's 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 really picking it up. I mean, he is more of a super freshman. I, he was a freshman last year, but he gets that year back. You know, Peyton is a real freshman, um, so uh, Quentin is really strong and talented. Really played well. Really at the the end of the fall came together had a really super win at Southern Miss tournament um, and has really helped in the doubles. He's played with Jacob Marshall. So, uh, you know, Quentin is, he's, he's, he's really going to be, he could move up in the lineup strong player. Let's talk a little about the Steve uh, Barris uh, fall classic here. That's the only event you guys had at home. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we wanted five teams and we ended up just, just two. Um, and we work with Troy, uh, the coach at Troy and his team did a great job. They came and we just switched it up every day. 
Um, it was on ESPN Plus, which was really great for the guys, um, and uh, it really presented well. And I think it added some motivation for everyone each day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Just battle. We had a double. You know, we had five doubles matches go on, and then followed by ten singles. So that was really, really fun to do. I think the guys, both teams, enjoyed it. And you know, we like to add more teams, but in uh, in the COVID COVID world, we just couldn't do it. We couldn't get a full another full team to come to be on that weekend. So. We're just glad we were able to do it. It was the 37th annual Steve Barris tournament, and and we at least we kept it going this year. What are the plans for you guys in the spring? Right now, we're full go. I think um, you know we'll see what happens. Tennis and and golf, you know, are, are uh, on the low impact, um, low risk uh, sports. So I think that, uh, you know, we've, we've got a good shot to play our whole schedule. And, um, you know, like I said, the guys were great in the ball. We had our own little bubble. We did a great job this fall. If we could continue to keep that going, those guys really hung in there and they bought into just uh, being as safe as they could. And we got four matches or four weekends in a row back to back, which I really couldn't think that could be possible with college uh, kids. And uh, we did that. So I think we can do that low impact, low, low risk type of environment for tennis. We have a chance to play that spring. Everything's pretty local and regional, which is fine by me. And I think we can do it. So we're hoping to do it. Where have you seen the most improvement in your team over the course of this, this fall? Um, we've had a lot of, you know, we, I guess maybe the, the thing we were motivated to have a, a really good fall. And I think uh, there's just a lot of good energy. I think just coming out of the COVID seven months away from each other. And, and I think uh, the improvement was we're just really close from the beginning. Uh, good camaraderie and everything. We did just that just poured into the, the tennis part and their tennis was just, everybody just got better. And I think just happy to be on the court led to some huge improvements by everybody on this team. Seems like you guys got better in doubles as the season went along. Yeah. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, really fair, right? Uh, I thought we had a lot of good doubles players, and we started a little slow, but, I mean, just, just had new players and new combinations. And by the end of the fall, we were dominating where, the way I thought we could dominate, and um, the energy was good, and I think guys were getting used to each other, and which was – which was nice to see. And, and, uh, cause I know we play good doubles. We practice good doubles and we know how to play it. And uh, you want to see it in the, in the competition. And uh, you're right. We did. We really came on strong. Is that something that can carry over to the spring or is that, do you worry about losing that and then having to go through a process in, you know, January, February, whenever of, of trying to refine that secret, if you will. I mean, I really hope not. I, I, it, I think uh, you have those teams that they're leaving with a good feeling that they're going to probably play together. I think that's, um, and we won't have to revisit. We might have to tinker a little bit with some, with some teams, but I, I doubt that. Uh, uh, I think they know. They at least it's confidence the level with. Hey, I'm playing with this guy, and we we're pretty good. We can, we can go out there and battle. I think because really we don't have a lot of time once we get back. We'll have a week. And then we line up against Clemson. So guys will come in and, 
and we really don't have a lot of time to to mess around. I mean, we'll see how they go, but uh, I'm confident that those teams um, going into the beginning of the dual season will be teams that that can win. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see if I have to tinker, but I, I I doubt too much. You guys finished up the fall at the Southern Miss invite. We'll get to that here in just a second, but. Tell me about traveling to Hattiesburg to go compete. How was the travel experience different this year than maybe what it's been like in the past for you guys? I think, you know, you're in, you're traveling in the van. Everyone's got a mask on and you go to the restaurants. Everyone's got a mask on. And uh, um, I'm proud of the guys doing that. You know, I think uh, that they were able to, to when we went on the road that they, 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 every precaution they 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 did it and and that's why we had a, a, a great fall and that's why we got to compete four times so it was a, a little bit strange I think at the, at the at the site where there's no real spectators um, you know it's just a, it's a little eerie uh, in tennis you know we don't get a full like a foot like football and basketball with the stands full but we get we get a lot more parents and stuff and people coming to watch and just, uh, um, you know, they really weren't around. I, I think most people stayed away and, or were asked to stay away depending on the site. So, uh, it was a, a little bit eerie. I think once the competition starts though, the kids are, you know, they're into it and they're excited about it. And that's, that, that was the normal part of, of those trips. You guys finished up the fall again in, in Hattiesburg at the Southern Miss Invite. Tell us about the competition there and, and how you guys did. Yeah, I, it was good. It was a lot of the teams we saw before. Middle Tennessee was there. South Alabama um, was there. We um, And Southern Miss was was there. And then us. And and really, those we, we saw those teams a lot. The thing that, about the whole fall in general was – those are the teams that are actually competing for their conference championships. So South Alabama's in the Sun Belt. They're competing for it. We played great against them. Uh, Middle Tennessee is going to compete for Conference USA. We played great against them. So, you know, we never we didn't really have anybody that we competed against that really wasn't playing high-level conference championship-level tennis. Uh, ETSU, who won the SOCON, was in one of the events. Um, and, uh, so, you know, everybody that we played was really high level tennis when that, that was every, that was every weekend. Talked about this a little bit with coach, uh, coach camper earlier, but when you play somebody or you face somebody early in the year, you face them again later in the, in the year. And for you guys, it was just over the course of a couple of weeks with, with, with four tournaments, but you know, you saw MTSU early, you see him again late. Can you use that as a measuring stick in terms of how you improved or how much you improved from, uh, from, you know, the first tournament to the last? Absolutely. You know, the first middle Tennessee tournament, number one, we, we, um, we played pretty well, but we didn't win as much against middle Tennessee. And I saw the young guys pick it up. Like every time we played them, like, hey, these guys were 40 in the country last year. We're every bit as good as them. And then as the each day that we played there in the first tournament and the second tournament, and I, I really felt like the guys just were like, hey, we can, we can play with these guys. And so the more we saw them, I think the more confident we got. 
Um, and that was the cool thing for me to see because they're a very good team. Um, they had a chance, and they do have a chance this year to be a really, really good. They had some seniors come back. So they had some super seniors that are going to help them. And, uh, and we didn't really back down at all. The kids played hard, and they, 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 they played well against middle. And I was, I was pumped about that because I feel like we can play with them. And, uh, and we showed it every time we went out gain the confidence. It was good. All right. Last, last one for you, coach. Then, then we'll let you go. You guys got a chance to have a home tournament on ESPN plus one. How rare is that? And what does that exposure mean for your program? Well, I think it was great for college tennis, to be honest. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of college tennis being played in the fall, uh, maybe 40 schools, you know, really playing anything and to have, the mocks on 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 ESPN Plus was huge for not only exposure for our tennis program. Our facility is beautiful, and um, I think, uh, but really for college tennis, it was great to have some of that to see and to say, hey, there's some people playing and they're playing some good tennis, and the excitement behind it at college tennis is is not a. a, a you know, it's 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 where the excitement is part. This is really the cool part about it. It's um, people are getting you know high fiving, chest bumping, all that stuff that these kids do. That a little different from maybe watching like a U.S. Open. Uh, there's just a little bit more excitement involved, a little more team camaraderie, um, and the scoring's a little bit different, faster. So I think really for people that got a chance to watch, it was uh, something new and exciting. You know. Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, we're going to do this again. I want to have you back on as we get closer to uh, the start of the uh, of the spring season. Maybe once that schedule gets finalized and announced, we'd love to get you back on again. Thanks for your time. We really appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thanks to both head coaches for giving us some time this week, and we look forward to having them back on again once the spring tennis season gets announced. Hey, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to Mox on the Mic. If you're an Apple podcast user, we appreciate your five-star ratings. So that's going to do it for us this week here on Mox on the Mic, presented by Smart Bank. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.